Hello, you're listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. We are a general interest independent bookstore located in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. This year, because of the coronavirus pandemic, we've had to close our store and cancel in-person events. But Skylight is your neighborhood bookstore, and we are finding ways to create community even while we're far apart. In the coming weeks, we'll be putting out lots of new audio content to help you discover new books, connect with authors, and check in with your favorite booksellers. To learn more about how you can help keep Skylight alive, please visit our website at skylightbooks.com or check out our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Skylit. This is the Skylight Books podcast series. I'm your host, Maddie Gobo, the events manager at Skylight Books here in Los Angeles. Um, If you are listening to this on the flip side of the holidays, congratulations, we made it. We're almost out of the woods with this wild year. Who knows what 2021 will bring, but hopefully many more excellent books. Um, Right now, Skylight is open for in-store shopping from 11 to 7 on weekdays and 10 to 8 on weekends. We ask that you wear a mask, sanitize your hands, keep a distance from the people around you, be kind, be patient, conscientious, all the things we're learning and relearning to do every day this year. Um, All right, so today we're going to start on a happy note. We're we're actually going to get really happy. We're talking about The Happy Broadcast, which is a new book by Mauro Gatti. Um, he's going to be in conversation with Evan Spiridelis. And I'm just excited because, yeah, it's it's been a long year. I'm very, very tired. <laughs> I've seen a lot of horrible things on the news. And this book might just be the prescription to cure that sort of 2020 malaise. Um, so it's called The Happy Broadcast, How to Stay Positive, Take Action, and Make the World a Better Place, coming from award-winning creator Mauro Gatti. Uh, The Happy Broadcast will take you on a phenomenal trip around the world to meet everyday people using their talents, skills, and goodwill to create positive change. Let me introduce our guests today, and then uh, we're going to get into it. So Mauro Gatti thrives at the intersection of creativity, marketing, and technology, and over the years has worked on advertising campaigns, illustrations, branding, games, apps, videos, mobile stickers, and installations for an amazing range of clients, as well as lots of local businesses and community organizations. Originally from Italy, and with a 16-year award-winning creative career, including a 2017 Emmy Award for Best Interactive, he is now based in Los Angeles. In conversation with Mauro today is Evan Spiridelis. Evan Spiridelis co-founded JibJab and is the co-creator of StoryBots. He is an executive producer, director, writer, artist, and voice actor on the Netflix original series, Ask the StoryBots. Growing up, Evan studied drawing, painting, and photography with master illustrator, David J. Pasalacqua, using actual materials like paper and canvas. In the early days of the internet, his animated political satire videos became some of the first viral hits ever, leading Evan and his brother Greg to be named People of the Year by ABC World News Tonight. Evan has also won six Emmy Awards, two Annies, and has been nominated for a Peabody Award, BAFTA Children's Award, and more. His favorite thing to do is hang out with his family and friends. After that, he likes chickens, bears, and making puppets. 
Mauro and Evan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Um, well, I'm delighted to to bring you on board, Mauro. I've I've been a fan of your um, your children's books. Uh, the A is for Apricot um, alphabet book. Oh, thank you. Last year it was really <laughs> so fun. Um, we did some school visits for that one. So excited to see your new book. <laughs> Um, and this is a little bit different. So I wanted to first ask you, um, where did this, the idea for this book come from? How did it all come together? Um, so the, the, I feel like that the main driver for the creation of the book was anxiety, uh, which, is, <laughs> which is very interesting uh, because this book create, created this like uh, anxiety-free news uh, to, you know, um basically suit my anxiety induced uh news uh so it's a little you know it's a little complicated but uh especially when i moved to the to the us uh, um i was like anxious before let's let's put it that way but when i moved here you know the amount of like you know fear mongering headlines uh, the amount of bad news throughout all the screens. You know, we live in a very connected, you know, society. Uh, we're surrounded by screens. It's like on your wrist, uh, your smartphone, your tablet, your TV, uh, wherever you go. You know, you have these like uh, headlines. Um, and I was having a very hard time to find like good news to somehow balance, you know, bad news with some good news. Uh, and I couldn't find anything. Uh, um, beside uh, the feel-good stories, you know, like the inspirational stories of human kindness. Uh, uh, they were just good for me um, for like what I call like a dopamine rush. So you see like a guy, you know, singing with his violin outside of a retirement home and it's an amazing story. But like after 10 minutes, you need something more. You need something more. It doesn't really stick and it doesn't really talk about the big issues in the world. So. I just wanted to do something to, you know, talk about the problems and how we can be um, uh, a solution. So I guess one day I decided to start like drawing, illustrating um, good news. And the day the Happy Broadcast was, uh, was, was born almost as a counter hate and fear culture project, you know, and it features like three illustrations a week uh, plus a collection of like uh, news on Sunday and different like special projects and collection to help people deal with uh, anxiety in all forms and shapes. And it started as a daily Instagram thing, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, ultimately grew into something much bigger with a, with a really big following. I mean, it, yeah. Uh, uh, so you know, the first thing was like picking um, like an outlet for it, which, you know, in this like uh, time and age, uh, you know, uh, like you were saying when you were reading the introduction to Evan's career, which again, Evan's a great inspiration, amazing human being. But uh, when you were saying that when they launched like uh, political, satirical videos back in the days, YouTube was the platform to become viral. So I feel that the challenge for a creative person is always to understand what's the best platform to serve the content he creates. 
Um, and in, in this case, uh, Instagram to me was like perfect because I wanted to create like a format that was like easy to consume, easy to share in a platform with a big variety of audience in terms of like demographics. So you can find uh, the Walker, uh, Greta Thunberg like, uh, you know, like users, but you also find like, you know, moms, you also find like families. And one of the idea of the, of the happy broadcast uh, was to create like a format that could have been enjoyed by, you know, uh, families, you know, which is something that nowadays it, it's very hard that are like um, very depressing, you know, numbers around the, you know, um, like parents watching the news with their kids, you know, it's like the numbers are very, very low because parents don't want to expose kids to this barrage of like uh, terror and negativity and fear. So the happy broadcast was supposed to be like something that can be shared, uh, you know, unbiased, fact-checked, uh, funny uh, and quick uh, with kids and grandparents all together. Yeah. Can I also jump in and say, because the people listening on to the podcast won't have a sense for just how beautiful the thing is. So we've talked a little about Morrow's bio. Yeah, he's a creative director and he's brilliant. He's also one of the greatest illustrators that I know. His stuff is communicates, it's funny, it's so simple and clear. And I mean, I have posters hanging on my wall of, of his work, so I'm biased, but I would say the book not just is filled with positivity, but it's really fun. Like every page is beautiful, so. Yeah, I mean, thank, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you for the compliments, but, but yeah, I mean, you touched also like a good point that, you know, like every illustration, complements the text in a way that tries to be creative and charming on its own so even if you cannot read the news the illustration is uh, somehow bringing like some positivity uh and there is it's a format so you know i use like a bold uh, colors as a background uh, and very simple lines for the illustration um and you know, I don't spend too much time because again, this was made to help me solve my anxiety. So I don't want to, you know, become too anxious and too stressed about the performance of the project. Uh, I was lucky enough that somehow the project uh, after a year started to pick up, have a little bit of momentum. And uh, now again, it's uh, a decently sized, you know, community of uh, of people that are like uh i guess like longing for these weekly dose uh, multiple dose of like positivity um i i'll jump in and say too it's the only reason i open instagram in the morning <laughs> because i know you post early in the morning and literally every day i start my day with like a little burst of good news. And it's one of the things you said earlier is like, yes, the news is overwhelmingly bad. And the reason that you started it was to balance it, but there is good news out there, but you have to dig a little to find it. So for me, 
I'm happy that I that I know Morrow and I know the Happy Broadcast because he does the digging and then he makes it really presentable and I'm the benefactor of his looking for the good news. But it is out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you. You touch a very a very good good point and. Um... I feel like I want to use that point to jump on two extra points. Uh, so the first one, which is like something that, you know, when you're dealing with uh, a lot of, uh, when you're dealing with uh, a lot of like people, you know, I have to, you know, respond to a lot of messages daily. Um, and there is like a, a way of thinking that is like, I want to completely, turn off the news and just look at the positive news. And I'm always like, skeptical about that approach because for me, the best approach uh, is like, uh, you know, find the balance. So ignoring the bad news uh, is gonna be bad for all of us because you're ignoring a problem. And so without knowing the problem, you will never find a way to solve it. Uh, and also living in a false sense of complacency that everything is good is also like a little bit dangerous. So I love when people say, oh yeah, you know, I reduce my intake of like uh, mainstream news uh, and I've added a little bit of happy broadcast and they found that balance. And the other point uh, is that, and this is something that, you know, again, after years of like finding good, uh, good news, reading, um, you know, everything that I can read every week to just browse through an incredible amount of news just to find the one that the juicy one, the one that I want to share with the audience uh, is that one day just popped, you know, like a light bulb. And I just realized that the reason why we have positive news to share is because some amazing brave individual did something to solve a problem of a bad news so at the end of the day like positive news uh, exists because there are like bad news because someone like a an incredible person like a like a a doer a fixer a problem solver like these kind of people decided there is this problem i'm gonna solve it or i'm gonna do something to solve it because the other thing is that you know, bad news have these like terrible effect of like paralyzing people. When you read about climate change and the world is gonna end and we have two years, a lot of people are like, that's it. You know, mm -hmm. that, that's, that there is nothing else to do. So I'm not gonna do anything. The happy broadcast wants to say, look, we have this problem, but look at this guy and that guy and this person and this person. And I'm not talking about superheroes. I'm just talking about a guy that decided to do a beach cleanup because no one was doing it. So like uh, there is this story of this like uh, lady uh, during her pension years uh, that every day she was going down and picking up fresh. Uh, and in like three years, she cleaned up the whole beach. You know, that's the people that the, 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 the people that I want to highlight, you know, the stories that are not just giving you this sense of like, oh, that's cute, uh, I love it, and that's it, but it, being inspired. It, yeah, it's, it's real change. It may not be huge, but it's small things that people are doing. And sometimes you've, you highlight big things in the book as well, which is teams of 
scientists or researchers, yeah. but I mean, there are people that, that are that are sort of opposing all of the bad stuff that we see every day. They're like, yeah. they're taking action and you shine a light on it. And it really is like for me every day, it's a, it's a great way for me to start my day. And I also, you know, you would have sent me the books for free, but I, I bought 10 <laughs> copies and I literally have them all over my house. There's like one in every room. So people come over and they pick it up and they flip through the pages and you can open the, and I do this, I open the book to any page. It's so much better than checking Twitter or, you know, going on Google News and, and reading something awful. It's like, oh, I'm sitting down, I'm having a cup of coffee, I'll flip open the book. And it's like, yeah, it's just, it's pot. It, it, there's a little dose of positivity. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you for buying 10 copies, by the way. I owe you. I owe you one. You emailed me when the order came through. He's like, yeah. what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Yeah, I owe you 10. I have your 10 copies here that I wanted to give you. But, um, but um, I feel like that, you know, what I've realized is that kindness and positivity um, are like muscles, you know, that we have to train. And my personal vision is that, you know, if you don't do anything, they're like muscles that will like uh, atrophize, if, yeah. if that's the word. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that if you don't do anything, if you're just, if you have this like passive approach to life where you're always waiting for someone else to do something or you're like just crushed by the bad news and it turns you into a negative person, these muscles uh, will just lose its like strength. So the happy broadcast wants to be that like, uh, call it like protein supplement, uh, whatever <laughs> that you can, that you can, you know, use uh, to be inspired, you know, because a lot of people ask me what is going to solve, what is the, 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 the best thing that people can do um, and I'm always talking about like kindness, you know, which again, it is like a, a muscle that we have to train, you know, be kind with other people, um, has this amazing like effect, you know, so giving back almost, you know, I, I, I see a lot of these days, like people paying for the person behind them at the, at the drive-through and there are like some fast food chains that they had like 7,000 people in a day to do this. And that tells you, that tells you a lot how much kindness can have these like incredible, uh, we're like during a coronavirus pandemic. So I will use like a viral effect, you know, it's contagious, you know, it's like you see someone doing something kind. Uh, first of all, you immediately get like a good feeling, but then you're like, I can do it. It's such a small thing that I can do. Um, but going back to inspiration, because otherwise I'm just like a, a broken record and I'm talking. Um, and that's one of the reasons why you brought Evan into this conversation is not just because, like I said in the beginning, that Evan has always been, first of all, like a great friend, great human being, uh, but always been like an inspiration. I mean, just reading the bio of Evan, you're like in awe of all the things that he has done. And I can say that, you know, knowing Evan, we share a lot, you know, 
we have a a lot of things in common, you know, in terms of like, we have dedicated our life to creativity. We're almost like slaves to our like uh, creative fire inside. So when we're like in idle moments of our life when we don't have much to do, just freak out and we're like on the phone, like saying, oh my God, you know, what's going on? But I feel like, and that's why Evan is an amazing inspiration especially with storybots we which again i had the luck to work with you know evan uh under evan um no, for with, like with, with, with. yeah yeah but, the charge on the digital stuff <laughs> but 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 what i'm saying is that and i feel like that evan can express it better because storybots is such an amazing amazing product uh, um dedicated to kids worldwide i mean i think it's so many countries translated in so many languages but the idea of taking something or create something that somehow define a new way of like educate people or like teaching things um it's just mind-blowing and 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 that to me was like one of the reasons why i started the happy broadcast as an alternative way of like uh uh sharing news you know but inspired by storybots, which is like an alternative, engaging, modern, incredible way for kids to learn things. So I'll, I'll, I'll just pass the, I, the talking well, stick to Evan because will, that's the, one of the most interesting things. I will say thank you. You know, I'm like sitting here blushing by, by your glow, <laughs> by your glowing uh, review. But uh, yeah, I think you said it. We are very, very, there's a reason that we hit it off so many years ago and became very fast friends. And like, honestly, uh, my brother is my business partner. And I always say Morrow is the, he's the third brother. I mean, there are so many um, overlaps there. And it is, it's about making art, but not just making art to make pretty pictures, which he can do amazingly, but really doing something positive. So whether it's like shining a light on some great person who's doing something that seemingly small somewhere in the world or helping kids learn something or just making somebody laugh. I mean, honestly, we we have connected, Mauro and I have connected and bonded over the, the joy of just making somebody laugh. Like you are bringing something positive into the world and that's like whether it's jib jab or your personal stuff or you know or hopefully story bots um the idea that we get to get up every day and make stuff whatever it is and like bring a little bit of positivity to the world is like a is not a bad way to go you know at the end we always talk Look, when it's all said and done and we're at the end of our at the end of our run and, you know, hopefully smiling and happy and we have our wits about us, we can look back and go, yeah, you know, that was cool. We did all right. That's not bad. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. There is like for sure there is something incredible and sometime under underestimated about the power of like a laugh, you know, about how much, uh, I was, I was reading like a very interesting, uh, um, I was reading like a very interesting, like, uh, stats on, um, that, 
uh, I feel like that the power of a smile, they conducted this study in Germany saying that the power of a smile is somehow give you the same effect of like 20,000 chocolate bars or wow. like uh, a check of $25,000. So they have tested on people how much a smile, a hello. Um, they were like just showing people photos of like happy people, like smiling mm -hmm. or waving. And so the effect on the brain of that was comparable to like a incredible amount of chocolate or even like a, like money. Which again, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people will will choose twenty five thousand dollars versus like <laughs> over a smile. A smile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the the point that even if a smile has less power than twenty five thousand dollars, you can smile every day. Yeah. It's not that often that you see like a twenty five thousand dollar check, but I mean you can smile every single day, and the only way of like being happy, like I was saying before. It's not like, oh, I wake up happy. You know, you have to set up yourself to go into that space despite uh, all the bad things that happen in the world. Because, I mean, I'm one of the lucky ones. You know, I have, I had very few tragedies in my existence and I know I count my blessing every single morning when I wake up. But despite that, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's easy to feel terrible it's easy to feel bad you know um and it and takes a lot of energy yeah and so and sometimes it's work to feel good that's like you were talking about it's a muscle yeah. you've got to kind of work it each day a little bit so yeah yeah i mean we can spend a lot of time and energy and focusing on the bad stuff you know because it's easy you know everyone's complaining sometimes everyone is saying this is bad but not a lot of people are doing something. So, I mean, that gives you that this feeling of like helplessness, which I think is like the cancer of our society where you just uh, don't do something because you feel that everything What's is bad. Yeah. So, and I was like that. I mean, I'm not saying that I was uh, brought into this life as a cheerful person. As a matter of fact, like I was saying in the beginning, you have a, a lot of anxiety, so social anxiety. So um, I love like being home in my world, uh, you know, without distraction. So I live like a very secluded, you know, existence. But my point is that um, I would rather look into the amazing stories of the these selfless human beings that like dedicated their time and energy to, to, to help others, you know, mm -hmm. to just do something because otherwise we're just like listening to the voice of people that tell you that there is no hope. Uh, the world is about to end. Uh, but my answer is like, hope is there. You know, Europe survived 300 years of like uh, dark ages. You know, I mean, 300, 300 years, years. <laughs> I mean, 300 years, you know, and then you had the Renaissance and then because it's always like that. But why do you have that? Because people weren't just hoping people did something, you know, action is very important. We cannot just sit and hope that's like being passive. You know, we can just witness what's wrong in the world and hope that someone else will fix it. So 
going back to the happy broadcast or going back to storybots, you know, those are projects that are made to give people knowledge and knowledge is key to do something, you know, because once you know that tossing a bottle in the blue bin can help at the end of the year, saving so much plastic, you will not feel that helpless. It's such a small action, you know, when you, you know, all of the little things that we can do, you know, to solve major problems, you know, like whether it's like save some water, recycle some plastic, talking to a organization, you know, we all have like causes that we deeply care about and we're not superheroes. We just need to pick one, you know, one little thing and just focus on that. And the reward is going to be like immense. I have a practical question for you both. Um, so I have like many others this year, I have the doom scroll problem where, you know, you wake up in the morning, you open Twitter, you look at all the horrible news for an hour and a half, and then you start your day. <laughs> um, yep. do, do either of you have advice for how to break that cycle um, or how to do something, something different? Uh I mean, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, and uh, the great thing is that if you go to the happy broadcast on Instagram, there is a whole collection on doom scrolling uh, uh, with practical advices, but um, I'll just go through probably the three main points. The first one is like, technology is amazing, you know, but like in any relationship in life, you, you need to have boundaries, you know? So, creating like health boundaries with your phone is like the best thing. So if you're constantly on your phone, it's like a toxic relationship, you know, you will end up being crushed by what I was saying in the beginning, you know, these incredible amount of like uh, information, pessimism, tragedy, um, that is very hard to deal with, especially in times like this. So, uh, you can break the you can break the cycle with positivity basically that's what i was saying before you know you inject uh, some positivity into your feed you curate your feed like a little bit and it's like a great thing um and the other thing that i do is i don't go to sleep with my phone and that's part of the relationship it's like if we <laughs> sleep in separate rooms it's like <laughs> Um, we are at that point of our relationship, you know, it's like we have decided, but that's the other thing, you know, you have to give your brain some like space to connect with others in a health, healthy way and just take a break because before I was just like about to go to sleep and boom, an email pops up or a notification pops up and it's like a brain zap. It gives like a shot of adrenaline to your brain and then you go to sleep uh, full of worries, uh, full of anxiety. You don't have a good sleeping time. Then you wake up in the morning and you have to break that cycle. And I guess that, um, yeah, that's my I, I actually three cents. Saw, I turned off, I don't have any notifications on my phone turned on. They're all turned off. There's no nothing needs to happen instantly. So I'm sort of in command of when I want to be looking at stuff. Um, another thing Mauro mentioned is curate your feed. So like, 
I don't follow things that, yes, there is a lot of doom and gloom in my Twitter feed, but there's also a lot of really funny cat videos. Um, I don't look at like videos of people falling down and hurting themselves. Um, people do that, I unfollow them. Um, and then another thing that, you know, he talked, Mara talked about is that relationship. So my wife, she's much smarter than I am. Um, she instituted like device-free days where literally for us and our kids, like every other week, we all have a day, Saturday, we, we just, no phones, no screens. And at first you get twitchy. It's like, it's like withdrawal, like it truly is. And because that reflex is there, but usually by the time, like after breakfast, we'll play games, we'll go for a hike, we'll like, and we sit around and we'll talk. It, I mean, it's really amazing. So I think just moderating that intake is a big part of it um, and making sure that, the, that you limit the doom and gloom that is in your feed. It's inevitable. And like, also, like Mauro said, you don't want to bury your ha your head in the sand and ignore it because it is there and like you don't want to live in a bubble but but balance is definitely key and and i yeah. wasn't joking like the reason i the only reason i open instagram in the morning is because i want to see what morrow put on the happy broadcast <laughs> now, i'm not that's not even because we're friends or on the podcast like that is part of my ritual of starting the day is a little bit of good news i mean yeah, the great thing is that it's also my ritual. So, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, I created this project without um, any business idea around it. You know, I've never thought about, oh, my God, you know, I need to monetize it and I'll be the influencer of the good news. It was really like, and the first year I had like 2,000 followers. So that that tells you how much, you know. I didn't and I still don't care about the number of followers that I have. It was more of a project that you're doing for yourself and also for the others. I mean, at some point, of course, with a bigger community uh, like Spider-Man, you know, uh, great power. powers comes with responsibility. <laughs> so users comes with responsibilities because, you know, a lot of time I have people that, you know, share with me like... Uh, their stories you know some of them are like filled with anxiety some of some of them are filled with tragedy so because they need like an outlet you know to express you know um their 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 issues or their like ideas or even just sharing news with me but um yeah i i i feel like that um going back to what evan was saying also one of the things that help people or particularly helped me is like time blocking, uh, which is a technique that a lot of people use for work to keep the concentration, but I guess that it can be used to just say, okay, I wanna watch the news for like 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening, and that's it. And then you do not uh, subscribe to any push notification, to any uh, social media profile and, and all of that. So that will give you, which is the same thing that I do with my work. You know, I say, okay, now I work for like two hours. After these two hours, no phone notification, I'll finally get my reward of like uh, 20 minutes on Instagram, you know, looking at like uh, cat videos and stuff. Um, so I think that that, that helps. Um, and, and also I think when you are active, 
Well, you know, when you're act, Mauro said at the very beginning, we both, we both tend to get a little crazy if we're not doing anything. And, and being active, whatever it is, it could be a side project or learning an instrument or even reading a book, just something where you're saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something, um, stops the doom scroll. It, it really does. It like do, taking any kind of action um, helps combat anxiety, helps combat depression. It's, um, yeah, it's, it just feels healthy. Whether it's something big for the world or just small for I'm going to doodle this thing for myself, is, uh, it just helps. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like a great point. Uh, a sense of purpose in life. Um, it's probably one of the thing that, um, I don't know, help you to create, which in my opinion is like, if you ask Evan, you know, where, how did like storyboards, you know, uh, come to their mind? You know, how did the happy broadcast uh, came to me at some point? And it just that you just want to do something, you know, you, you just need, like you said, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, there's so much bad news. Oh my God, this is making me crazy. Why don't I make some good news? Why don't I find some good news? Hey, why don't I share this good news? I, I think there's always something you can do. With Storybots, like, we didn't like watching preschool shows with our kids because they, at, you know, 10 years ago, they weren't making a lot of great stuff. So we said, hey, we should do that. And it started. Um, I think it's just seeing something and taking action and whether it's you said the the retired lady every day said wow the beach is dirty i'm gonna go out i'm gonna pick up a piece of trash yeah she didn't say sit out and say i'm gonna clean the whole beach it's yeah. just here's so, here's something that's like under my skin and i'm gonna take a single action and sometimes that'll keep growing and build on itself like yes you had two thousand followers now you have what half a million followers um sometimes these things grow and sometimes they don't and that's okay yeah. but it's just doing something i agree i agree i mean i have a, a long list of like failed um <laughs> don't we all <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely a failed project but uh the most rewarding thing is again is the journey so that's the thing that i that i enjoy uh the most and it also help uh, with the anxiety, you know, giving yourself like uh, attainable uh, goals, you know. So I'm gonna do this, and then the next day I'm gonna progress a little bit, and you know, try to care less and less and less about, you know, not the feedback uh, because the feedback is amazing, but not to be a slave to that, you know, not to be like, too, uh, yeah, because yeah. that's that's the other the other thing about the happy broadcast that it, it's somehow trying to tell people you know that you know you're loved uh, even if you know you have like three likes on your profile it doesn't mean anything you know the, the likes and i think this goes and for we've talked about this in the past with pretty much everything you've done or that we try to do it's not we don't do it for the likes or the hearts or even necessarily the money um, although we all like money and money is good. Yeah. Um, 
it's not the core it's never been the driver for anything that morrow's done it's any never been the driver for anything i've done it's certainly a consideration but um really it's about just making something that you can feel good about taking an action putting something into the world that at the end of the day you feel good about um and hopefully all that other stuff follows and it's great but if it doesn't get the the likes if it doesn't make the money that's okay that, that right yeah, um, yeah. it's it, i i wise wise words i mean i i i just feel like that we can all make a positive impact you don't have to be a bill gates you know to make a positive impact in this world you don't have to be a billionaire you know you can do a positive impact because in your small community you're helping in some way or you can make a positive impact because you're made like a kid's show that is seen all over the world or because i made like a project that is helping people right now to cope with uh, anxiety and to feel better during like a pandemic you know so and and it, it doesn't mean they will have to last forever you know it means that right now this matters to me and it matters to a lot of people and i love doing it and i hope that um when people go to the profile and see the stories and read the news and hopefully buy the book so they will feel part uh, of this community of like uh you know positivity i don't know seekers or you know people that you know wants to be part of this new narrative which is like uh, these are the bad news but these people are amazing can i be like them can i do something to be more like them so that to me is the main goal which i feel like for you evan is like getting these letters from kids that have seen the show and say i've learned this and i i want to be this and i want to be an astronaut and i want to i mean that is the most rewarding thing yes uh really honestly more than anything knowing that we do get some crazy letters or messages and it's uh hey we made something that made somebody that like had an impact in somebody's life that's huge i mean it's, it's crazy huge. yeah it had a positive impact in somebody's life that's uh you know like what more can you ask for um yeah o other than like again i just keep going back to it because it is a podcast and people are listening and the drawings your the book is beautiful and funny <laughs> so i mean that just that that's how we met and how i first tracked you down because i loved your art um and i should also just tell anybody listening mara do you want to tell them people how we actually met do you remember our first communication no no of course of course i mean but that will give uh, away our age our age <laughs> my space <laughs> We met through yeah. MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Pre-Facebook. That's uh, how long we've been friends. But again, like I saw what he did and it, uh, I look at art from everywhere, but it wasn't just the art. It's like it's art that communicated. And now he's kind of done that. It, art, funny art that communicates. And in this case, really positive messages. And I think like the book is, it's just awesome and the and the instagram feed is awesome and you know people should just check check it out like look look at the happy broadcast and you'll see what i'm talking about and uh yeah it's great 
Man, so, I should hire you as uh, my PR. <laughs> I mean, my... I've never. I mean, <laughs> if I if I had the the skills of promoting myself like you do, I'll be way more like in the news. <laughs> I mean, thank you. <laughs> All true. So uh, this has been such a treat. To close out the conversation, could we maybe have some good news? A little bit of happy news. Your favorite uh, some book. Yeah, Evan, you you pick your like favorite news, and I'll. Uh... So you can't see it, but I'm literally just thumbing through the book to stop at a random page. Here you go. Average global life expectancy was just over 52 years in 1960. It has now increased to 72 years, and there's this ridiculous drawing of a of an older lady skateboarding i mean it's great <laughs> um let's see what else Two i'll say little... i'll say one of the one of the news that i like because i'm a big uh, animal person is like that a lot of like rice uh, farmers around the world are using ducks instead of pesticides uh, because ducks feed on like insect and weeds uh, without touching the plant so it, it's like it's an interesting thing you know to 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 understand or there is a there is a a hundred year old giant uh, uh, turtle in the Gal Galapagos island uh, that saved his species from extinction due to his exceptional sex drive <laughs> because he fattered uh, an estimated 800 giant turtles. So, I mean. Here's one of my favorites. Two companies in London and Vienna are turning leftover bread into beer to fight food waste. I mean, it's a double win. Fight food waste and make beer. These are like. And, uh, and I'll just add that the book, you know, is, uh, is a collection of news. Uh, which is amazing, but following what I was saying before, you know, hope without action is like nothing. So the the new the the book features a lot of like easy actionable items uh, that we can only do even in uh, pandemic times. You know, because you can build like a zero waste kit. Um, you i explain a little bit what fast fashion is and how we can you know wear um upcycle um you know change a little bit uh, what our wardrobe is uh, and a lot of other like things like a, a beach cleanup uh, like the old lady before that i was saying or uh why why compost yeah. is a great one. There's like a whole section, Love Our Earth, that's about action items. So Yeah, or like bees, how to build, and you don't need a garden. You can put like a little bee bath on, uh, you know, outside of your window on your balcony just to help bees uh, do their job. So a lot of little things, you know, I'm not suggesting unless you, I, you know, because this world... Uh, needs all the Greta Thunberg, you know, that we can. But a lot of people, they're just not cut for that. I will never be able to do that, you know. I'm too just shy and uh, I don't know, even like a little lazy, if you will, to do something like that. So 
but I know that I can do other stuff, you know, that will somehow adds up uh, to a positive change in the world. So my hope is that this book will just give people a good laugh on one side, hope on the other side, but also inspiration to be part of this change and to turn the negative into positive. If I close with a claim, it's like, let's just turn the, the negative into positive. You're here. All right. Well, Maro and Evan, thank you so much. It's been, a, it's been so fun having you and talking about happy things today. Um, I know my, my spirits are lifted and I hope listeners out there that yours are too. Um, the book again is the happy broadcast. It's out now from our wonderful local unnamed press. That's what they're called unnamed press. Uh, and you can order it from skylight books. All right, guys. Um, before we say our, goodbyes is there anything else you wanted to mention um do you have other upcoming projects you're excited about or anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to say um my i mean the upcoming project that i have is to bake pizza this weekend so um <laughs> uh, my dough is in the fridge it will be like a probably 80 hours uh slow fermentation in the fridge that's that's the project, you know, little things. And I'm just waiting for the pandemic to end so that I can go to Mauro's house and eat some of his pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Let's say that for orders of more than 50 books, you make I'm, a pizza. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> throw a pizza party. <laughs> All right, you heard it here, listeners. Get those orders in. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, guys. Um, take care out there and let's hope that we can uh, get together and have a little happy broadcast party in person someday soon. Thank you for listening to the Skylight Books podcast series. Please don't forget to visit our website at skylightbooks.com and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more author talks and bookseller conversations. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Stay safe and healthy, and we hope to see you back in our store soon. I see.